This episode of the Power 5 Podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Driving School. The Ultimate Driving School has been serving upstate South Carolina for over five years. Owner John Shumpert has over 20 years of experience teaching people how to drive. Virtual and face-to-face classes are offered for driver's education. Students will learn how to change a tire, check oil and tire pressure, and participate in activities with intoxication goggles. You can find more information at www.ultimatedrivingschoolsc.com. You can also find John and his team on Instagram and Facebook at Ultimate Driving School SC. Give these guys a call at 864-554-1071 and tell them the Power 5 Podcast sent you. Welcome to episode number 47 of the Power 5 Podcast. We are talking Christmas songs on this week's episode, the ones we like and the ones that we don't like. It's more like the Power 6 on this week's episode. We're going to go for the top three and the bottom three. And as always, Brant, Christian, and Colin are joining me in the podcast studios. You guys ready to talk some Christmas music this week? What's up, Pop Father? Glad to What's be up? here. What's Looking up? forward to a little extra tonight with number six. Yeah, That's right. ready for it. It's after after Thanksgiving, so we can officially talk Christmas music. Oh yeah, I'll have what she's having. Oh wait, we're not doing movie quotes. We're doing uh, songs tonight. Yeah, glad to be here, man. Hey, speaking of movie quotes, so four Christmases come up on mine and Collins' list last week. I actually watched it for the first time this Christmas season last night. I'm talking start to finish laughs belly aching laughs vince vaughn crushing it if you hadn't seen it you got to make two hours cut two hours of your time somewhere and watch four christmases you're I'm not gonna do that podcast if you've not seen four christmases. i have not seen it and i'm on the podcast what, what? i have not seen it christian, i swear to you christian time out time out time out look How is this you've watched, serious i have watched not more movies than any one person i know i miss this How one. have you not seen four christmases I missed this one. I it was one. It was a weird phase for me. You know, was, oh, man. I, what year did this come out? Mid two thousands, two thousand eight. Oh eight. Yeah. Were you aware of the college. movie prior to last week's episode? Oh, absolutely. But here's the thing, okay. And everybody knows Colin is the show's lover boy. If it's romantic, and this is. Would you consider it a romantic comedy? No. No. no? Are you sure? Well, you know, at the end, there's a little bit of. (laughs) If it's on Colin's list, it has to be a rom com. It's 99.6% comedy. But it's a holiday comedy. What's it rated? PG 13. You should watch it tonight. That's the problem. It's got to be rated R. It's not 13. (laughs) Listen, it's not watching it if it's R. I was thinking PG. Yeah, it's PG. No, listen, I I absolutely, when you guys said this and I saw it come on YouTube TV the other night, I've saved it into my library and I I was going to spend a couple hours with my daughter this weekend, but I've decided against it per your suggestion. And I want to spend some time with Vince. Dude, John I mean, you've, heard, you've seen the, the list of characters in this movie. Oh, absolutely. I'm actually Robert ashamed Duvall. that I haven't seen it. Bobby I'm, Duvall. Robert Duvall. I mean, it's, it's just a star study. Guys, cast. do you have Dilworth on standby? I might just take this episode off and go watch the flicks. Is that possible? Hey, listen, I forgot all <laughs> about this part of it because the movie is so funny everywhere i forgot about the part where vince vaughn goes to his mom's house and she has married his best friend yes i mean yes. dude it's it's hilarious 
you know, and I know that this is not the Christmas movie. Maybe this would be Christmas movies, uh, part two, volume two. I don't know. Um, something that we didn't hit on last week that I feel like we do need to spend a couple seconds discussing. And this was a little bit of a hot take, but how about one? It's a wonderful life, not making anybody's list. And, and should it have even been considered it? Definitely not for me. Not for me. Well, I know uh, it came out when you were in high school, right, Kevin? But right. for the rest of us, right. I, <laughs> is it black and white? I mean, if it's black and white, I don't watch it. If what it came out in 08, I don't watch it. If it's not I've rated R, seen, I don't watch. I've only seen It's a Wonderful Life once, and I, I recall it was against my will. And I won't watch it again. <laughs> well, Here's, the only reason Colin got it is because it came with Mr. Smith Goes to Washington in the double pack, right? Christian, man, I'm still reeling over the fact that you haven't seen Four Christmases. Like, you're a fraud now. I oh, mean, my man? gosh. How am I a fraud? That's, that's I mean, a shot fired. Can, you can, we, can we put a poll clip? out there? Can we put a poll out there? <laughs> you're arguably yeah, wish. The, the biggest movie person I know. Yeah, but, like, I'm an obscure movie person. I never saw Titanic. What's that movie about? big boat i only saw the one disc like brand <laughs> i feel like i'm pulling a dabo uh that guy's a fraud line hey i don't th- yeah. i'm not i'm not saying that you're a fraud i'm not thank you kevin thank you hey, i mean he- colin's such a vince vaughn apologist it is concerning though it is concerning <laughs> that you haven't watched i think when you watch it you're gonna really enjoy it and it'll it'll go into the yearly rotation okay and you'll I-, I will take that why you have where have i been that. where have i been yeah Actually, Absolutely. I'm, I'm actually, if you want to frame it this way, I'm jealous that you're about to watch it for the, for first. the first. Yeah, it's a, it's a good Absolutely. Movie. Save it's it. Save it for now, baby. It's outstanding. Jeez. Hey, what about I still that? love you, Colin? Hey, what about this, this? baby? <laughs> That's the I don't even know what there that is. Oh, the church scene. It's fantastic. Waddle yes. that child. All right. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam is the preacher. Is Jack one. Black in that one? No. Nah. Uh, he might. He may as well be. Everyone else is in the movie. But I haven't seen it. Hey, what about this? What about Die Hard? It's not a Christmas movie, right? I've never thought so. And I like the I Die Hard movies. Now. I mean, it's an action movie that takes place on Christmas, at Christmas. People consider yeah. it one. I think it's definitely in the argument for, like, I want to be obscure and call it a Christmas movie. That's fine. But my family doesn't gather around to watch it. I mean, big I Bruce Willis guy. Of, I see it on a lot of, of lists for Christmas movies, for sure. I mean, we put it on our list. So. Colin, when's the last time you watched a Hallmark Christmas movie? Have you watched one yet this Christmas? I have not. I mean, you're a big Hallmark about four Christmas movie, right? I'm not. I mean... There's probably a good chance, you know, when you spend a Christmas in Christmas Town, that at some point you're seeing some piece of a Hallmark Christmas movie. So I would guess that I saw one last year, but I haven't seen one this year. Don't plan to. Speaking no. of Die Hard, I got a new poll. Does Colin look like Hans Gruber? Yes or no? Let's put that out on Twitter. Is that Mick Gruber? Is that the same guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Pretty sure it's the villain in Die Hard with a blonde wig, right? But close Gruber! enough. Gruber! <laughs> Now, I have seen McGruber. Does that save me? <laughs> That's probably sad. Real I own McGruber on DVD. Uh, hey, we got a poll that just finished up today. Which Christmas movie was left off our list that absolutely should have made it? Okay, we've mentioned It's a Wonderful Life. It only gained 20, 21% of the votes. Die Hard, 
tied at 21%. Jingle all the way, the Arnold Schwarzenegger fic. Uh, Good fic, one. Flick. Oh, thick. Oh, thick. But, hey, running away with, with the movie that we left off that Christmas our story. listeners – Think should have been included. Yeah, Christmas story. Dude, I mean, I've caught a lot of flack from not putting it on there. A lot right. of my friends are like number one. I'm like, what? I don't think no it's way. surprising. I think I think the majority of people enjoy it. I don't like it. I like the last the the scene where they go to the Christmas. I mean, excuse me, where they go to the, the Chinese credits restaurant. when it's over. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Chinese restaurant Christmas. That's funny. I like the little fight <laughs> scene when Ralphie like. Goes goes ham on that guy. That's a pretty good scene. And when he gets I like the fudge scene. scene. Yeah. yeah, it just reminded me of That's being a kid it, and man. getting ready to get beaten. That guy reminded oh. me of my dad. Shout out to Big Chris. Speaking of Christmas movies, you know the good <laughs> thing about Christmas movies is the music in them. And believe it or not, Home Alone, which by far, you know, Home Alone and Christmas Vacation ruled, dominated our last week's pod. But Home Alone, man, that soundtrack, like, I'll be surprised if there aren't a few diddlies off that one here tonight. A little John Williams score? <laughs> sure. Not the score per se, but you got the Chuck Berry, right. you got That's the right. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by the original What's-Her-Face. Deborah Lee or something like that. I Barbara think that's Lee. it. Brenda Lee. Brenda, Brenda Lee. Lee. There yeah. you go. I was getting there. Karen Lee. I don't know. All right, gentlemen, we are recording today on Wednesday, December the 8th. We always like to give out a few happy birthday wishes. So here we go. Terry Hatcher turns 57 years old today. Desperate housewife. Wow. My favorite of the Desperate Wives. Shout out to Terry Hatcher. No relation to Margaret Thatcher. Is she the blonde? Wait. She absolutely is the blonde. I don't know. Blonde tart. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Is Terry Hatcher on Desperate Housewives? She is. Yeah. Okay. You All right. She, it. <laughs> but when he, but I was thinking she's not a blonde. I could be completely wrong. Was she in Four Christmases? No. She should have been. She's probably an extra. We can Terry have Hatcher a professor saying that she's on something, then <laughs> asking if she's on something. Wait. Professor, the student has become hey, the teacher. I'll tell you this. Kim Basinger, is it Basinger or Basinger? How do you say it? You're telling us. Tomato, <laughs> tomato, <laughs> professor. Hey, we're we're segment. We're You're not getting call. a jingle tonight hey, if you Kim, don't do it right. <laughs> we're going to call her Kim Basinger. She turned 68. She was on the OG original Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Batman. Hey, Colin's favorite NASCAR driver, Kevin Harvick, turns 46 today. Happy birthday. It's fake news. Nice. 46, like our last pod episode. Am I right? That's right. Hey, show you. That's right. Hey, what <laughs> what car is Kevin Harvick currently driving, Colin? Do you know? I have no idea. A Chevy still driving. It may be. I mean, is he driving the felt like he drive the was driving the Budweiser? I don't I can't remember. I'm only aware of the Chase Elliott Hooters car these days. I got you. All right. I don't even Your favorite know wing, Harvick. your favorite thigh. Cool. And last but not least, Christian's favorite rapper, Nicki Minaj. She turns 39 today. Shout out to Nikki. Okay, show some respect. Way better than Cardi B, better than Saweetie, better than Megan the Popeye's Chicken Stallion. Shout out to Nikki, the OG. Hey, my age, 39. Only for oh, wow, about a absolutely. month, though. Only for about a month. Turn big four zero next month. Running you do? Or her? Dude, running out of time. <laughs> running out of time. No doubt about that. Hey, also, today in history, Christian's favorite 80s band, Holland Oates. It's number one on the Billboard Hot 100 with Out of Touch. Christian? 
out of touch, out of time. I was really wanting, I can't go for that. I was ready for that one. I can't go for that. I can't go for that. Uh-huh. Colin? Nope. Hey, classic Nick Nolte. <laughs> classic Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy film. 48 Hours was released December the 8th back in 1982, my birth year. 48 hours. Wow. That's a, that's a good time period. And uh, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to 82. Hey, I think there was another 48 hours, too. So a little sequel there. A little sequel, 96 hours. Hey, don't mean to get dark right here. 1980, December the 8th, 1980, John Lennon was murdered at the age of 40. And, hey, on Monday Night Football that night, Howard Cosell announcing a game between the Patriots and the Dolphins comes on ABC that night or whatever the uh, broadcast station was and announces it on the Monday live on Monday Night Football. Wow, tease and peace. That's a good fact. Jeez Did you peace. say 1970? 1980. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, was that the year the Dolphins were like undefeated? That was like is 73. There, was, were, uh, is there any conspiratorial talk around that, or was he legit shot? I don't know. Well, Howard Cosell announced it as two shots to the back. I did not okay. read up on that. The professor needs to, I guess. Well, I mean, Professor you know, I William. Like, I, didn't, I didn't think it came up during our, our last episode on. You know, speaking of John is. Lennon, John Lennon, he's Lennon. Uh, from Lennon. one of the most overrated bands in the world. But one of his pals may be making the list tonight. I'm not going to say who, but he has wings. A little Paul mm. McCartney. Shut up, Kevin. A little simply. Spoiler much? Hey, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Well, listen, not a lot's happened on December the 8th. Mm-hmm. I mean, some pretty significant things, but not a ton. So here we go. Today in history, December the 8th. Professor Williams. Strong finish. So you That's get right. the jingle. That's right. You earned it, that. brother. Hey, I did see this. I didn't include this, but check this out. Back in 1987, this was Walmart's 25th anniversary this month. It didn't give the specific date. So that's why I didn't include it, but I thought this was interesting. So 25th anniversary for Walmart back in 1987, they ran a couple specials, okay, in their little uh, circular that they put in the newspapers. Do y'all remember that Gatorade used to come in glass bottles, or y'all too young for that? Do y'all remember the glass bottles? Yes. I do not. I'm too young. I've seen them on TV. Hey, so they had the the 32-ounce glass bottles on sale for 87 cents back at Walmart during this time. Only came in the lemon lime. Yep, lemon lime, lemonade, fruit punch, and orange. Lemonade, never had dude, that one, dude. I would um, crush. Americans are the most wasteful people on the planet. Like a thirty-two ounce glass <laughs> bottle for Gatorade. Hey, and it was probably know, amazing, dude. Freezing cold, probably thumbed in the glass too. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine how? Like you're cutting some grass out in the summer heat. You come in in the fridge. You got just tons mm. of glass 32 ounce gatorades i mean you're sucking 32 ounces down in like four seconds how also how crazy mm. is it that lemon lime is still by far the best flavor yeah absolutely absolutely and that is, all of the all of the yeah. research and development and the and the flavor testing and all this mute collins mike his his uh face is saying otherwise <laughs> i, I, I was gonna say grape 
I split time. <laughs> He's a blue guy. Arctic freeze with the lemon lime and the glacier freeze. The glacier freeze. There you go. Is that the clear white one? Glacier. It's the. Green? It's no, the. It's like, it's it's like the lighter blue. Aqua. Uh, okay. I like the light blue compared to the. Dark it's pretty blue. good. I'm with you on that. I agree. I used to like that fierce melon. I remember that. Oh. Fierce melon. Oh, fierce Malone. That's awful. Hey, y'all don't remember this. I think we may have mentioned this on one of the pod episodes, but Gatorade for a short time had a tea-flavored Gatorade, and I used to pick it up at the hot spot in Berea. You used to drink it? Oh, man, it was delicious. I've never seen it. It was exclusive to Berea. Like it it was iced tea? (laughs) That's right. Flavored? It was like, I mean, it was, you know, it had a little essence of lemon in there, but it was was like tea with lemon, yeah. Delicious. It was brown. Did it still claim to be like a thirst quenching sport drink? Yeah, it did. I can I can vouch for it. You're just sitting there sucking on a golden peak or something. Just imagine this. Just imagine this. You got a pudgy little eight year old playing for the Berea Reds, going up to West Side number three, the smallest of all bar (laughs) ballparks in Greenville County. You got the hot spot. Just Slater two gives it a run. Quarter mile away, you pull in. Randy helps. Uh, Randy pulls in, says, go get you a Gatorade. I hop on in. Man, they got tea Gatorade. Tear it up, son. <laughs> Look it up. That is interesting. Hey, that explains it, a lot. Hey, that's, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's better than red. Better than fruit. Hey, everyone. Uh, Kevin's spilling that the tea tonight true. on the pod. <laughs> that That could be a fact, and I've never had Gatorade tea, but it's probably better than red. Not a fact. Hey guys, can I tell you what Not I'm gonna close. do? To, can I tell you what I'm gonna do tonight? I'm gonna go to the Berea hot spot, grab me a tea Gatorade, watch four Christmases, and call it a freaking night, man. Does that sound like a good night to you guys? Yes. Yes. Hey, just oh. whenever you roll in, just go up to the front counter. You gotta buy 21 lottery tickets on the on the head. Okay. You gotta say, look, I got <laughs> let me have 21 lottery tickets, scratch offs. And the special 21 tickets in the special. special. Okay. Right. Like a chili dog. No, it's a tea. It's a tea game. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay my bad. I thought yeah. there was like a code for something. That's right. 79 hey. cents. It'll be $21 and 79 cents. I don't know if you guys have seen all the parody videos of Brian Kelly's accent, you know, taking the job at LSU and everyone's like, what if he took it in California? And it's like the surfer guy. And then one was like, what if he took the job at Rutgers and he's wearing this track suit? And he's like, Hey, uh, I have the gabagoo. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you guys. It is amazing. <laughs> he goes, oh. I'm the gabagoo. Hey, can I, I get I'm on, I'm on uh season four of the Sopranos. I've never seen it before. I'm on season Yeah, me four. neither. I it just I, I get the reference, but like like four Christmases and T Gatorade. I, I miss some cultural phenomenons. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm can we get a Lincoln Riley surfer dude out in Southern Cal? I mean, what would he say if he was trying to do the surfer? Ride dude? the wave and get pitted. <laughs> That's Christian's bro. It is absolutely my bro. I've got plenty of orders coming in from the Southern Cal bookstore probably in the next week or so. A Lincoln Riley jersey. (laughs) I'm not that weird, but I did order his exact outfit, including the Jordan 1 low tops he's been wearing to all his recruiting meetings. So shout out to Lincoln. Hey, if anybody needs anything, like, and it requires spending money, just ask Christian. He'll be glad (laughs) to do it for you. Listen, I got money and I'm not afraid to spend it. I mean, While hey. we're talking uh, coaches here, I'd like to go ahead and throw out a hot take. Let me hear it. 
Billy Napier will be more successful at Florida than Lincoln Riley will be at Southern Cal. Ooh. Over over the next 10 years. The public will be reviewing the tape. Lincoln has a much easier path to get there. I don't right. know if I can agree with that. I mean, what measures? Especially now that Cristobal's gone from Oregon. I mean, who's competing and, in the Pac-12? Yeah, there's some chatter Utah? about who is going to Oregon. Who? Dabo. Be lethal. Who? A little chatter about Lane Kiffin. Oh, we'll see. dude, dude! If you would have dropped, oh. if you would have dropped the D's nuts right there on Christian <laughs> when he said who, I would have lost it. Uh, can we take that back and do it again? <laughs> little chatter. That's all I'm saying. Nike in that in that back pocket, maybe. That's not bad. Lane that would be hot. Looking good and green. Mm. That would be interesting. I'm here for it. Well, now that he lost Jeff Lebby, right? He's willing to do anything. Yeah. Shout out be. to Tony uh, Tony Elliott, the newest uh, Wahoo. Okay. Virginia Cavaliers. Go Cavs. <laughs> That's right. Hey, y'all ready to rank, man? We'll still All right. So, hey, a little bit of a different situation we got going on tonight. We decided we're going to do our favorite Christmas songs, right? Just rank three of them. And then our least favorite Christmas song. We're going to rank those bottom three. We're going to do our favorites first. Then we'll finish up with our bottom three, our least favorite Christmas songs. Either way, should be a good time. We got Christian leading us off as normal. Colin, second, Brant, third. And I will close us out in the fourth spot. Number three. All right, guys, we're talking about our top three Christmas songs first. And, you know, everybody knows in the pod, I'm a big music guy. Uh, tell you what, when it comes to Christmas music, though, I'm very nostalgic. Uh, you're not going to see any Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, you know, Kelly Clarkson renditions of songs for me. I'm going to stick with the classics. And coming at number three for me, uh, this is a very classic song. I will only allow this version of it. And picture yourself, it's Christmas morning, still a little bit dark out. Maybe it's Christmas evening after you've done all the family gatherings. You start hearing that slow song on the radio, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by choir and folks. Mr. Nat King Cole himself. It's the Christmas song. Nothing like takes me to Christmas time more than that. You know, give me that crisp chill in the air. Give me a little Nat King Cole. Give me something slow and easy. Coming at number three, top Christmas songs. It is the Christmas song. Has anybody ever had a roasted chestnut? I've had a roasted D's nuts. Nat King Cole and Bing Crosby have some absolute banger classics. I mean, that they do. A couple of heroes. Andy yeah. Williams. Andy, hey, stay tuned. Frankie. All right. Hey, nice choice. Thank you. Colin's on mute. <laughs> well, Colin, you're, you're on mute. mute. <laughs> Trying to avoid the cough on the air. Similar to Christian. I gravitate towards the the classical stuff. And so that's really where my list is going to go. Coming in at number three for me, off the 1998 The Christmas Attic album, I'm going with Christmas Canon from Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. 
classic pick. Love it. Always listen to it if it's on. Is that hey, can you give me like some uh some some beats on that? Is that the doom doom wait no that's Star Wars? No, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> how's it go? I can't I can't do that. Dun, 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 is it got the Carol the Bells dun, in there? Dun, 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 no. like with the with <laughs> the guitar? It. I don't think that's it. Oh, give us a little bit. We we literally oh, go like Canon and D. It's like the Canon and D. Oh, like do the wedding song. Yes. Do yeah, a little how's bit. that go? Kevin's got it. Kevin's got it now. He <laughs> said he's like got it. like four bars. It's like dun 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 dun. I don't know. That's the Nutcracker Suite. All right, great choice, Colin. Colin will allow it. We've never heard it, but we'll allow it. I like You've how he, I like how Colin know, says it. it's it's a classic. He sticks with the classics, and nobody knows what it is. <laughs> you you absolutely know it. But this continued mounting pressure to sing <laughs> or impersonate—it's not going to get you anything. I mean, it's actually making me um hunker down on my position of not okay. doing it all right i respect the position when we know what you're talking about in this case we have no clue i'm i'm not ken i'm not following in my head in my head it's just dun, 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 dun. that's it that's that's the one i know so that's the one i'm just considering that's that's colin's pick that pull up your itunes and play it all right so it, colin's like. third clip pick that, is carol that. the bells trans-siberian christmas cannon kevin Christmas cannon. Is that like a and cannon it, that shoots cannon like and ornaments? Cannon in D. It's a or, it's a cannon that shoots ornaments so it out was, instead it's of like dun, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> I think it shoots. I think that cannon may shoot out roasted chestnuts as well. And roasted yeah. beef All from right. Arby's. <laughs> Good pick, Colin. I can't wait to hear it for the first time. All right. Here, so I'm going to go ahead and preface by saying this. I hate myself for doing this. I've been avoiding this for 47 episodes. I'm going to have a 3A and 3B. I don't like it. I've not not liked it when y'all did it before. I don't like that I'm doing it, but I could not. I I just couldn't avoid it. So 3A is a little classic by Alabama called Christmas and Dixie. Christmas and Dixie. classic song i'm snowing in the pines and then 3b for me is going to be please come home for christmas by the eagles please come home for christmas please come home for christmas if not for christmas by new year's night friends and relations it's a great, great song. sad song but it's just a i couldn't leave it off it's just too good and my one and two were secure locks from day one but i just i had to i had to pull both of these into my list so christmas and dixie 3a please come home for christmas by the eagles 3b hey, any list I that's got alabama that. on it is a winner in my book Facts. what a christmas song Facts. absolutely love and it. the eagles I, for me 
I would love yeah. to see some snow in the pines somewhere down in, in Dixie. You know, we don't get that very often. But, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. Not a fan of the Eagles song. It it was considered really? for my bottom three. Didn't make it, but really? it was considered. Yeah, I don't love it. I just listened to it literally 15 minutes before we started the pod, driving through my this neighborhood. This will be ringing. ringing. Oh, man. Sad, sad. And when that so, song is used yeah. well in movies, it works. It works. It was on John Home Alone, Candy. wasn't it? That's right. It was. Yeah. yeah. It was. All right. So my criteria for my favorite is I, I tried to stay away from some of the lesser known songs that I may really be into. For instance, like Chris Tomlin just released a brand new Christmas album. He's got a lot of songs on there that I think are amazing, but not, you know, it's possible unless you listen to Chris Tomlin, you're probably not going to really be familiar with those Christmas songs. So I tried to stay in the lane of really, really popular songs for both the list that, that that's my favorite and and my least favorite so kevin chris tomlin lead singer of coldplay yes 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 that guy okay just wanted to let the fans know yellow what an overrated coldplay (laughs) song good gosh terrible yeah it is anyways all right here we go number three here we go we're gonna go with the boss himself santa claus is coming to town i like the jackson five santa claus is coming to town i like michael buble santa claus is coming to town I love Bruce Springsteen. Santa Claus is coming to town. Everybody out there been good or what? Oh, that's not many. Not many. You guys in trouble out here. (laughs) And you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Recorded it live up in New York back in 1975. Guys, I don't know if you realize this. I just found this out today. It was released in 1982 on a Sesame Street album. Okay. It was not on any album (laughs) until 1982 Sesame Street album. And then when Born in the USA came out in 1985, it was released as a B-side. How about that? How about a B-side? And how about Colin hit it? Better watch out. You better not cry. Good one, Colin. Class, you've been practicing real hard. Been, <laughs> hey, hey, fans, y- y'all been good? That's Does not it? many, not many. Do you think that he like literally just drank like a fifth of Jack before starting that song? I feel Possibly. like he is heavily intoxicated Possibly. at the beginning of that. He does. Every one of his songs sound the same, but man, I love it. Great song. Born to Run right there. <laughs> Run. Doom, doom, doom. Good pick, Kevin. I'm a fan of that. Number two. All right, guys, coming in at number two, top Christmas songs here. Going to stick with a gentleman that Kevin mentioned earlier, Mr. Andy Williams from 1963. Happy holidays. It's the holiday season. Whoop-dee-doo and hickory dock. And don't forget to hang up a sock. You'll be coming down the chimney. It's the holiday season, and Santa Claus is coming round. The Christmas snow is white on the ground. When old Santa gets into town, he'll be coming down the chimney down. He'll be coming down the chimney down. 
it's I literally like days. my face lights up when that song comes on, dude. Give yes. me number two. Give me Andy Williams. Um, and I guess we call that the happy Christmas holidays. song or the happy holiday slash the holiday season. Okay. So there it is, fellas. Number Fantastic. Two. You know what? I'm I love that you love that song because I, I like it myself. My wife does not like it. We were really? yeah, man. She skipped because right of the hickory dock or whatever. I don't know why she doesn't <laughs> like it. I just I don't know. It's disrespectful. <laughs> Collins laughing. Big good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Christian coming in at number two for me. I'm anxious to see the reaction of this. Might take some heat for it. Might not. I don't know. We'll it can't be out. worse than Canon D. Christmas Canon, Kevin. Show some respect, please. Coming in at number two off the 1994 Miracles, the holiday album. Have yourself a merry little Christmas by Kenny G. Love some Christmas. Kenneth G. Yes. Not mad at that at all. How's that going? Yeah, I do too, man. I'm a big fan of like some instrumental Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. I actually prefer an instrumental Christmas when I celebrate with my family. I say, don't say anything. Just turn some music on, preferably Kenny G. Shut up. Give me my gifts and let me go home in peace. Bring out the ham and Hawaiian sweet rolls and some instrumental music. Absolutely. Good pick, Colin. You won't yeah, get like any that. beef from me. I like that. A little yeah. bit off the grid. Wasn't expecting it. Well, that's two picks off the grid, really. But at least we've all heard that one. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like that one. All right, coming in number two for me. This this song is just warm and fuzzy. It it It's the song I love to hear to kick off the Christmas season. There are a couple versions that I love. The song is Christmas Time is Here. Christmas time. Miss here happiness and cheer fun for all the children call their favorite time of year Lauren Daigle does a phenomenal version of it the Charlie Brown version it's uh, the Vince Garaldi trio I like it with and without the Charlie Brown uh, lyrics. So the instrumental is phenomenal, uh, but the Charlie Brown version is is great as well. So Christmas time is here coming in at number two. Christmas time is here. Christmas time. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah I like, like that. that. That's a good I song. definitely like the instrumental. Yeah. Man, it's so good. Yeah. Lauren Daigle's version is the best. If I if if somebody was on the fence about it, listen to that version. Daigle's. I have a buddy of mine, friend of the pod, Alan Ducker, uh, flight attendant, actually was on a flight with Lauren Daigle, met her, took a picture with her. A little starstruck. Brandon, you would I'm like jealous. that. I'm jealous. Daigle's Christmas album is top shelf. I mean, cover to cover. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Love it. I mean, even Jingle Bells. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Just next level stuff. All right, here we go. Uh, number two, coming in at number two for me, guys, I have not always loved the Little Drummer Boy, but I do love it a lot now. And I think yeah, a big reason is for uh, the band for, for King and Country. Baby, 
just a phenomenal version of the little drummer boy. It encompasses, you know, Christmas and what it's about and just the season itself. And um, there's a lot of good versions out there. There's some ones that that are a little bit older that I don't I don't love so much. But uh, the For King and Country is phenomenal. It actually charted on the Billboard Hot 100, came in at number 18, which is difficult, difficult to do uh, to break in in those ranks. So uh, coming at number two, Little Drummer Boy for King and Country version. Little Drummer Boy. I like it. That's a that's a classic right there. Hitting us with the. Hitting us with the newer rendition. I like that, Kevin. That's that's off the grid for you. Yeah, it's an off the grid pick. I like it. Number one. All right, guys. So we're coming in the number one. This is best Christmas songs for us. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm sticking with classics. This one comes from 1984. This is one of those songs that could make a lot of people's bottom three. But for me, it's number one. I like it when Taylor Swift does it. I like it when Jimmy Eat World does it. But no one does it better than the godfather of soul himself, <laughs> Mr. Careless Whisper, George Michael. Give me wham with an exclamation point last oh, Christmas. Christmas, I gave you my heart. I mean, it's just a just a soft, smooth song you hear in a Upton's bathroom in 1984. Give me a Last Christmas by Wham, baby. Hey, that one's probably coming Upton. back. That's, <laughs> on this, that's on this, uh, hey, an, I like what I like, fellas. That's an airhead draft pick at number one. That you know, but I'm gonna find a <laughs> random child that will agree with me on Twitter. I bet Lincoln Riley likes that one too. He loves oh, it. Oh my gosh! Nineteen eighty-four with an exclamation, like trademark yeah. wham with an exclamation. Absolutely, you guys have heard. Uh, you know what's that other song? A jitterbug. A jitterbug. <laughs> we might great we tracks. Might have, you might get some Easter eggs on that song a little bit later. Hey, put a poll up on Twitter. Wow. <laughs> All right, number one for me. Um, I really uh, took a lot of time thinking about this went through a lot of versions of this but i landed on it was very clear to me what song it would be i had to i had to do some digging on the version but number one favorite christmas song for me oh holy night the josh Brogan version Josh Groban, huh? That's a yes. banger Christmas song. How about song, that? Right? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Groban crushes it. But there's a absolutely. lot of great versions. But Groban's yeah, on the I had to give well, Groban some singing lessons on that one. I mean, I'm just going to jump right in here and give mine as well. It's, a, it's Oh Holy Night. There's no doubt about it. It was a it was clear-cut best Christmas song before I even started. I knew what was going to the number one spot. 
Lauren Daigle's version is my favorite, but Groban, Celine Dion has a great version of it. I mean, it's just a banger song when it's done well. Bing Crosby's version, um, the list goes on and on. Nat King Cole has a version. So, I mean. You could almost it, listen it, to an entire, you know, 10 or 12. Um, of just different versions. Of, of just different versions. Yeah. 100% agree. I mean, it is an absolute banger song. It's, it's, it's just a go. There's no doubt. Good pick, Colin. That's my number one as well. We're going to make it a trifecta. That's my number one as well. Oh, holy uh, night. Listen, I love I love Mariah Carey's version as well. I mean, she's just got some pipes. Kelly Clarkson's got a great addition. Carrie Underwood, I wrote down a few. Josh Groban, obviously, Colin, you mentioned that. Jennifer Hudson, I mean, my goodness. She makes that song look easy. Just the range. Um, I mean, if you are somebody that admires good singing, that really does showcase someone that could sing or expose them for not being a good singer, really. But incredible song. Again, just the meaning behind Oh Holy Night is is what it's all about. So love that song. Can't get enough. I'm like you, Brant. Like I did not even didn't consider any other like that's top of the mind. Oh, Holy Night, number one. Hold on. Hold on. Speaking of exposing people, Kevin, no Michael Buble. Somewhere Chip and Joanna Gaines are rolling in their Magnolia graves. <laughs> hey, old, old Michael Buble may be coming back around. We'll see. What? Michael Buble is like Ray Charles. He's he a may. legend. He may. You just hang tight there. You hey, one real quick, real quick. One version that I didn't mention, if you were listening to the pod and taking notes, Hillsong Worship. As people do. As people do. I have not heard yes. the Hill song Oh Holy Night. It okay. is it is fantastic as well. All right. All right. Hey, well, let's do a quick review on our favorites. And man, let's just roll right on into our least favorites. But Christian, coming in at number three, you're well, let's just do our top three. Christian, your number one was Last Christmas by Wham. Your number two was Happy Holidays by Andy Williams. And your third pick was the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Colin, your favorite Christmas song is Oh Holy Night, the Josh Groban edition. Your second pick was Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, the Kenny G instrumental. And then your third favorite Christmas song was the Christmas Canon by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> All right, Branch, your favorite Christmas song was Oh Holy Night, Anybody. You mentioned Lauren Daigle was your favorite. Number two was Christmas Time is Here, instrumental or with lyrics by Vince Guaraldi and on the Charlie Brown Christmas special. And then you had two picks for your third song. You had Christmas in Dixie by Alabama for your 3A, and your 3B was Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. And my favorite Christmas song was also Oh Holy Night. My second favorite <clears throat> was Little Drummer Boy for King and Country. And number three was Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. We're going to stay in that same order and get right to our least favorite Christmas songs. Number three. All right. So now we're talking least favorite Christmas songs. And, you know, what I'm going to say here, guys, is I don't know. Some of these are like necessary evils. But this first one off the top, I'm going to change the channel when I hear it because I don't want to hear it anymore. It's gotten old to me. So I'm just going to say it. The bodacious one herself, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas. If I have to hear that one more time. I mean, everybody says, you know, like right after Halloween, you know, like there's some meme out there, like Mariah Carey's waiting to come out of the box and, and I'm not here for it. I'm absolutely sick of that song. I'm sure she has some deep cuts somewhere. 
Turns out she has an Oh Holy Night rendition that Kevin likes. But my number three on the bottom three is Mariah Carey with All I Want for Christmas is you. I'm afraid that's going to be a clean sweep. It's over. It's a terrible song. It's overplayed. Very possible. And Mariah Um, Carey, I have such high respect for her, but my gosh. Oh, with that fantasy album? Are you kidding me? Fantasy songs. Great album. Yes. All right, coming in at number three for me on the worst list. Man, this was not one that I necessarily sat down to make my list. On It wasn't on the short list originally, but, you know, doing a little research popped up, and I was like, oh, my God, that one's got to be on there. The 1953 release of I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> Coming back, Gayla Peavy, <laughs> terrible, just annoying. I mean, so I don't bad. Hate it. It's so bad that they brought it back in like 2012, like it was some kind of popular track for kids, and made it even more terrible. I don't get it. Terrible. I don't get. I don't it. either. That's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that, that's worthy to be in the top three. Can you sing a little bit, three. someone, Kevin? I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Yeah. Wow, that was sung by Josh Groban himself. <laughs> I think I've I've worked so hard to get that song out of my life that it didn't even come up on my radar as a least favorite. I like that pick. Number three for me, Christian. I'm sorry because this is one of your favorites. Don't uh, do it, Brad. Don't do it. There's still so time. Here, there is a little bit of a story behind this. So with my number three pick, it's Last Christmas by Wham. Typically, um, I worked in retail for many years, um, and I would offer to work 16 hours on Black Friday in order to go to the Clemson Carolina game. (laughs) And I would hear this song last Christmas 180 times in a single day. So maybe maybe realistically, it's not that terrible of a song, but to me, it's awful. So last Christmas by Wham coming at number three of my bottom three. Hey, man, I hear you. You're probably not alone. There's a lot of people out there and a lot of polls. But if I could recommend, if you're just mad at the Wham! version, Jimmy Eat World's version is I'm open beautiful. I'm trying it. I'll try it's, it. It's worth try. putting it back on your radar. So. Okay. All right. All right. Good, solid pick. That's probably going to be coming back around. But my number three pick. Oh, first of all, let me get, dish out my criteria here. So, Colin, you just – picked out one of hippopotamus for christmas so i just kind of grouped that song and dominic the donkey you guys familiar with that one the italian christmas donkey dominic the italian christmas donkey like those all i want for christmas is my two front teeth those like children's type songs yeah i'm grouping those not including those those are not my favorite but i wanted to go again more of the more popular type songs that maybe everybody has has heard of so here we go coming in at number three we've got none other than the michael buble version of santa baby santa buddy a 65 convertible to steel blue i'll wait up for you do santa buddy 
and hurry down the chimney tonight. Okay. What? Michael Bublé's version of Santa Baby is just strong. I mean, strange, excuse me. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> strong. It's strange. Um, listen, he's got all kinds of different words and lyrics that he changes in there. He calls Santa Buddy, Santa Pally, Santa Poppy. Santa yeah. Pally. <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird. Pay attention to oh, it the God. next time you listen to it. I love the entire rest of his Christmas album. This song, though, it should have never made the cut. It's unbelievable how it did. So, Buble, Santa Baby. Yeah, I don't like that one. I think he does a good job with, like, more classic songs, not, like, songs that belong to Mariah Carey. So, I, I definitely – that sounds terrible. I haven't even heard it. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, coming in at number two, I'm going to give you a hint. Okay, I'm going to sing a couple of lines. Now the goose is on the table and the pudding made of fig is not the song that I'm going to put on the list. That was Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. But because Colin already took my pick, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I had to fill some airtime, baby. But coming in at number two is Caleb Peavy. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. And that's all I got. Caleb Peavy. Is that the the original? Is that what you just yeah, said? Yeah. My bad. Gala, Kayla, with you an know. Gala. Kayla's <laughs> version might be all right. I gotta check My version is Kayla. <laughs> Kayla Peavy, y'all. Jake Peavy's wife. All right. Coming in at number two for me. No need to waste a ton of time on this as it's been covered. But I will say any version of Santa Baby is unacceptable, overplayed, annoying. Don't want to hear it. How about that? <laughs> coming in with Santa Baby, all editions. Wow. Can that. you give us, what does that song sound like? I've never heard it. He probably likes the Kylie Minogue version. <laughs> Santa Baby. Wow. These, these are starting to stack up as universal truths. Santa wow. Baby. I I had the Eartha Kit version, which is the original, kind of the whiny version it's just an awful song so santa baby is my number two as well the earth a kid i like it man Dude, three i did not expect it i thought it's it was so creepy if you think about it right yeah give me a duplex and checks that's so weird <laughs> like a whiny marilyn monroe oh absolutely it's just not good all right and then in. also just I'm when sorry. people try to perform it when people try to perform it, it's awful. Like Mean Girls, it's just bad. And they try oh, to make yeah, it like bad. super. Hey, but like, like, you don't want to see that on yeah, like a yeah. Christmas special, right? It's I mean, provocative. It gets the people going. Oh. Some Ariana Grande or something. I don't know. Oh, she yeah. Ariana Grinder. <laughs> All right, here we go. Coming in at number two, we got Christian's favorite song, "Last Christmas" by Wham, nineteen eighty-four. Hey, here's your Easter eggs for this song. And Brad, I'm like you, which I can't imagine how many times you heard it in a 16-hour day on Black Friday, probably like 16, at least once an hour. I don't know. But it does feel like it gets overplayed. I don't get excited about it. It's an easy skip every time I, it comes on for me. The Taylor Swift version, not so bad. Not so bad, but don't like the, uh, the, the Wham original. I've forgotten yeah. about that version. It's not bad. So check this out. So it was released in 1984, but it never got to number one because Do They Know It's Christmas by the band Aid 
you know, it had all these it's Christmas super time. That's, Bono. All, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Bono, Bruce Springsteen, Michael Jackson. I think, you know, anybody who was <laughs> anybody was singing on that album and on that song, but it prevented last Christmas for, from getting to number one on the chart. So it got as high as number two, uh-huh. but 36 years later, it finally reached number one in the UK. 36 years later, it reached number one before that. It was the biggest selling single to never hit number one on the chart. So I thought that was a pretty cool fact. Now, the biggest selling single to never hit number one due to the fact that last Christmas finally hit it was is Move Like Jagger by Maroon 5 and Christina Aguilera. How about that? Christina Aguilera, man, she probably deserves to be on a worst Christmas song. Dude, Christina Aguilera better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst and hear him argue. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. All right, guys. So top like worst songs. This is like bottom three. This is the number one worst Christmas song. I want to preface this with you. You you listeners out there probably think my top list was the most secular list in the world. You're like, this guy's name is Christian. He's a sinner. He he needs Christ. Uh, Guys, I am. I am a Christ follower. But I preface that because my number one worst, least favorite Christmas song ever. I'm assuming this is a Christian song. It's called The Christmas Shoes by New Song. Sure, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. It's the saddest crappiest song i mean yes. i feel bad because the yes. story is pretty sentimental and all that you know if mama please meet jesus tonight but i cannot <laughs> listen to that song it does not put me in any kind of holiday mood holiday shoes i mean i'm sure it's sentimental but i'm sorry it is the radio's changing when i hear the christmas shoes by new song probably going to get some hate mail you know probably going to get some you know Thumbs down on Wasn't Twitter. It Alabama, that but I can't it do it. No new Did song. That? New song. New song. I think it was new yeah. song. There's a whole movie about it with like Rob Lowe. I think that guy I mean, kind of sounds like Alabama a little bit. He kind of does, man. Yeah. That is it's new awesome. song, a Christian band. Yes. Yes. Okay. A very good. old Christian band. Okay, that's why that I was thinking of Newsboys or something. That song <laughs> was so bad. Yeah. Number yeah. one. I mean, Heck of like a pick. worst number one. Heck of a pick. <laughs> good stuff, Christian. <laughs> Number one for me, already been mentioned, uh, was clear cut from the moment, you know, we started brainstorming this album, you know, months ago, whenever, or this episode, not album, this episode months ago, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You, just terrible, you know, hate it, worst song to ever see pop up on the radio, period. Agreed. Does Ashton allow you to skip right over that? Does she hate it too? Absolutely. Pure hatred for it. Good. I like to hear that. It kind of makes me feel like I've gone to old Navy hell. It's so bad. <laughs> retail, retail hell for sure. Oh um, yeah. You get that. I'm right there with you, man. It's, it's again, I'm, I'm, I'm piggybacking on Colin. It was the undisputed worst song of all time. It's all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. It's a weird spot. It's a weird paradox because I respect her as an artist. She's, a powerhouse she's one of the better female vocalists of all time but this nothing crawls under my skin as quickly as all i want for christmas is you 
It's terrible. It's all over the place. You can't avoid it. You go in stores. It's just, you just can't avoid it. That's ah, you yeah. start to like your skin. Starts intro, to like, yes, mm. that intro alone. You know, it's like, coming, you know, and you can't reach. stop it. It's like a freight train running over column. So that's it. And that's my number one. <laughs> Listen, as bad as that song annoys me, I'm usually probably going to let it play through a couple times before I finally start skipping. Okay. I'm not going to roll my eyes. I'm not going to, I may even hum to it. I don't like the song, but it's just ingrained in our, in our culture. I feel like in American culture, cause you like, just like you guys said, you go into a store, you're going to get some Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas is you. But the song that literally three bars into the song, boom, instant skip is Christian's number one least favorite song as well. The Christmas Shoes by New Song. Let's go. Listen, it's it's a movie in a song form. I don't like re-watching movies. I've heard it one time. It's enough. It doesn't make me get all giddy and holiday spirited and, you know, oh my gosh, great. This is great. This is awesome Christmas song. Nope, doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. Like you said, Christian, probably got a great message behind it. You know, I mean, it's it's terribly sad, but... Man, I'm skipping it. I hate the song, dude. Thank you. The Christmas Thank shoes. You. By Who new wants song? to be sad on Christmas? Like seriously, guys, when I die and you know, the rate that I'm living right now, Lord knows, but you know, please make like a fun song about my life. You know, don't talk about my shoes. Don't talk about Christmas. You know, <laughs> those are my only two requests. <laughs> oh man. You know, if we could get one of the new boys or the new songs on the pod, that would be great. They could explain like why. You know, hey, listen. Why? Well, we all know why somebody presented them with uh, cash. Opportunity. Yep, that's <laughs> <Just> it. <laughs> right. I mean, probably. I guess. Oh, hey, Lord, that was fun. Let's do. Uh, let's do a quick review, real quick. Our least favorite songs. Christian, your least favorite song was "The Christmas Shoes." Your second least favorite was "I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas." And number three, "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey. Colin, your least favorite song is "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey. Any of the Santa Baby songs is your second uh, least favorite song. And then number three, "I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas" coming in that third spot. Brant, your least favorite song is just like Colin. All I want for Christmas is you. Your second pick was Santa Baby. You, so you and Colin are identical for that first and second pick. And then number three was Last Christmas by Wham. And then for me, my least favorite song is The Christmas Shoes by New Song. Last Christmas by Wham was my second least favorite song. And number three was the Michael Buble Santa Baby edition. Hey, speaking of Buble, when's the last time you had a little bubbly water, Christian? I'm more of an aha guy. So unfortunately, I haven't had bubbly in quite some time. Aha! Uh-huh. I need Pepsi to come, to get some Pepsi Zero on the on the shelves because I I need Pepsi it. Zero Cherry Pepsi mm. Zero. That yeah. stuff slap you silly. Can I tell you this was hard picking three because if we were gonna do like five, so like I had a couple that almost made my like top songs list. I'll tell you those, and that was Feliz Navidad. I'm sorry, people hate that. I love it. I want to hear it. I mean, over and over again. Feliz, Feliz Navidad. Navidad. There it is, man. Feliz Navidad. The other one is Chuck Berry, Run, Run, Rudolph from Home Alone, where they're running through the um, airport, you know. And then. A wonderful Christmas time. Paul McCartney wings, baby. Anybody consider uh, a little Merry Christmas from the family? 
personally prefer the Montgomery Gentry version. What a song, Colin. My goodness, what a song. Is that that sweet potato pie and a shut your mouth? That is not it. <laughs> That's <bad>. not it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christian, you probably like the Rosie O'Donnell edition of that one. He said no one ever. Oh man. <laughs> she has the rendition. You know, she speaking does. of renditions, you know, my bottom list, there were two other songs that I thought about. One was Jingle Bells by the Barking Dogs. <laughs> you guys heard that one where the dogs just go, yes. like how is that a song? <laughs> and then the other one is Ray Stevens. It's called Santa Claus is watching you, watching you. Y'all know that one? No. Never heard that. Okay. I, I must have had a weird, weird childhood growing up, but that was that was a creepy one. Check it out. Ray Steven Santa Claus is watching you. He was watching me. Hey, right there on my cut list for my top songs were was Carol the Bells. I love Carol the Bells. I it, it's getting a little bit too much play, I feel like, on the radio so far this year, but I, I like Carol the Bells. Now on my least favorite list, I mean, I I had a decent number that that obviously didn't end up making it, but so This Is Christmas, that's that John Lennon song that we talked about last week. Uh, Blue Christmas by Elvis. <laughs> I love that. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Uh, Please Come Home for Christmas, Eagles. Um, what else we got? <clears throat> All I Want for Christmas is You. Any Christmas parody song. You know, country music loves making these parody Christmas songs. Not a fan. You know what? I got to give a shout out to Mark Webb Jr. Hashtag friend of the pod. Uh, when I kind of asked him, like, you know, what are your favorite Christmas songs? Colin, this one's for you, buddy. He actually said Christmas Canon is his number two top Christmas song. So you're not alone. Love it. Even though you're alone on the pod tonight, you are not alone in spirit. Mark Webb Jr. Love it. Such a classic. Hey, Love well, it. as we as we close out here, just want to give a big thanks to John Shumpert at the Ultimate Driving School for coming on and partnering with the Power 5 podcast. John's got over 20 years of experience teaching people how to drive. So if you're out there listening and considering getting your child a vehicle this Christmas as a gift or um, need to get some driving lessons in for them, reach out to the Ultimate Driving School. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at the Ultimate Driving School SC. You can also find them at www.ultimatedrivingschoolsc.com. And we appreciate all of our listeners. Thanks for joining us. And we'll be bringing another Christmas episode to you again next week for episode number 48. So until then, say goodnight, Kevin. Kevin.